Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. Where I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Absolute greatest sports talk show going right here. And I say that as humbly as I can, but it's so darn much fun. And as we roll into hour two of this Monday, live from the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, as you can tell, a lot of topics have morphed. And the Moose is here with me. I'm not going to get into the preamble as to why we're here other than being Storm stayed and stranded. It was a longer story as to how we're not at the Great Eagle in Calgary, nor in South Florida. We're back here where the show started, and it's awesome. It's got a retro feel, but I'm not going to spend any more time on that. Um, discussion has morphed into teams that you hate, and I was with my family last night, and they really hate the Yankees a lot. And I get it. I'm getting it everywhere. Every, those dang Yankees. And I'm thinking, why do you hate the Yankees? And I see some people writing in here. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, hatred for the Yankees because they buy championships. Okay, pause on that for a second. Last week, I'm in the Saddle Dome in Calgary. I'm with a bunch of NHL guys. We were talking about the salary cap going up by 4 to $5 million this year. Guy turned to me, longtime NHL player, now executive, goes, to me, do you think we need a luxury tax? We should just go to a luxury tax. That's what he said. And I thought, no, salary cap, I think, is working just fine. Darren, do you not in all these leagues? So before we get into teams that you hate and why, should we go to a salary cap? There was a bug on the floor here. And Darren goes, these darn maple bugs. And I said, yeah, my aunt last night, Florence, calls them Halloween bugs. She, like, she stabbed right over my shoulder. I thought she was coming in and take my eye out. She's like, Halloween bug. She pulled it off the couch yeah. behind me. It's walking I'm like, around. you mean a maple bug? Oh no! Take it from there with your with, with your dad. This is funny. Well, you said Halloween bugs, and I said these rings were going crazy at Thanksgiving. And my dad would have, you know was like, "Well, actually, you know, maple bugs are called maple bugs because and they actually serve no purpose." Blah 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 blah. So I said to Darren, "Is your dad a Cliff Clavin?" And you said, "Sorry, who? A what?" I said, "A Cliff Clavin." He has no idea what that means. And I feel like taking him outside. And <laughs> it's from Cheers, the guy that sat at the end of the bar, Cliff Clavin, the postal worker. And w- so he would be that guy. Yeah. Let alone facts, Sonny, but coffee from Tim Hortons is actually grown in Africa, not Ar- Arabia. But, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, that yeah. kind of guy. And you didn't know. I had no idea. How about that? Okay, so back on point uh, where we are. We're talking the NHL morning skate. A lot of busy games tonight. It's, it's Jets game day in Winnipeg. They got the St. Louis Blues there. A CFL week 20 uh, comeback. Who, uh, sorry, recap. Who should stay? Who should go? 
Kevin the Medium's checked in from Airdrie, and he goes, LOL, he's so young. <laughs> what are you, 35? Yeah. What'd I say? I said, you're not young. I said, you're not old, but you're not young either. That's right. That's <laughs> right. right. I'm, not, I'm not sure there's an excuse for not knowing who Clev Clavin is. Is there a team that you really hate and why? I'm not done with this Yankees thing. Because think of that NHL guy said to me, should we just go to a luxury tax and be over it? I mean, we can afford to pay over the cap, so why don't we? I'm not going to say which team he's with. And I'm like, but no, but then you would have a Yankees situation. And maybe they don't care. There are no teams that I hate. At one time, it well, I don't hate anybody now. I did. Yeah. But for obvious competitive reasons, it was our biggest rivals. I hated the Moose Jaw Warriors. The sight of their logo made me sick. I hated the Brandon Weekings. I hated the Calgary Stampeders. I hated the Calgary Flames because of what they did to me. And they know why. But I'm over it. And they're over it. And now we're getting great. We're, we're getting along great. It's yeah. awesome. So I don't hate anybody. I don't hold it against anybody, though, if you do hate somebody. Even our viewers and listeners in Atlanta, tell us via Twitter, text 902-518-3033. Do you hate any? Because hate only hurts oh, you. I know. No, I don't. At, at one point, I hated the Boston Bruins, being a Leaf fan, when those series were happening. Way back when, I hated the Theodore Buffaloes. Big rivals with Winyard. A couple playoff series. Sticks swinging in the crowd. Now the <laughs> Theodore Buffaloes are sending us hats. Yep. And we love them. So, uh, no, I don't hate any teams now. So that one time there was. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, this is funny. Colin in Ottawa watching. He says, Cliff Clavin, the smartest mailman in history. He's the guy that soiled himself on Jeopardy. I've told you that. Yes. Alex Trebek says, unless you pull a Cliff Clavin right, <laughs> and bet everything you have. And then he did, and he <laughs> soiled himself. Uh, Winnipeg's Oleg watching. He says, your aunt's a baller <laughs> because I'm afraid of, you know, I'm going to tell you something about my aunt Florence. I went to my chiropractor because I had a whole bunch of aches and pains a number of years ago. Turned out it was a lot of other things, stress related and stuff. But yeah. he said that maybe it was, uh, I was having too much gluten. He goes, read this book. It's called Wheat Belly. You must swear off gluten. You know what gluten's in? Wheat. Yeah. So I read this book, and I'm thinking, I'm going to not eat wheat. You know I come from a farm, ranch, family. So we had a family gathering, and I'm sitting there. Hey, you guys, you wouldn't believe this book I got. It's called Wheat Belly, and I'm not going to eat wheat anymore because it's, it's ruining my life. My aunt had a cleaver. Florence, she goes, you want to say that again? I'm sorry, Aunt Florence. So I just cut back on my gluten. Give me some I didn't, Yeah. You want to say that again? And you wonder why I am the way that I am. Yeah. Hey. She's a baller. She's a baller. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely she is. Uh, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat writes in and says, super nice lady. Florence, yes, don't piss her off. Fair? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might get a cleaver across the teeth. There's a couple things that I wanted to mention and I didn't get to earlier. Just uh, housekeeping business for the soccer fans. 
Uh, hang on. We'll start with the MLS. It was my sixth point in the quick six. We didn't get to them all. They're down to the final four in the MLS Cup, Major League Soccer. CF Montreal isn't one of the conference finalists. And the West supports Shield winner LAFC will host Austin FC. So it's Los Angeles versus Austin in the West, while in the East, the top-seeded Philadelphia Union will host defending champion New York City FC. They eliminated Montreal on the weekend. Conference finals will be played next weekend. So there's that. One thing I love about MLS, for the majority of our viewers, there's a team right down the street from you for the most part. I'm going to go to Inter-Miami next season, I guess, because their playoffs are starting and they miss, but it's in Fort Lauderdale. It's not far from me. Um, Canadian Premier League. Down to the final two championship final. Thank you for looking it up. Do you remember off the top of your head? Ottawa and Hamilton. Yeah. This feels fixed to me. I said last hour that I will always be a Western Canadian guy. If I'm living in Canada, it will be in the West. Obviously, the plan is south of here. But I will never live in Eastern Canada. It's nothing against Eastern Canada. It's just not my thing. I have a lot of friends from there. I don't want to live there. I've had chances to do it. So Hamilton and Ottawa advanced to the league final in the Canadian Premier League. Who lost out then is the Calgary Cavalry FC and Victoria Pacific FC. Goes back to when I used to say doing those CFL games. Is there a conspiracy? Yeah. Is there a conspiracy against us? They want the Argos and the Grey Cup. And then people, then I would get laughed at and scorned on social media by fans from all the other teams. And then I leave the league and people come back to me and go, uh, you were right, Rod. <laughs> what a good it does me now. Did you yeah, want to say that? that? Did you want to say that at the time? Uh, so, yeah, Hamilton, Ottawa in the league final for the Canadian Premier League. I'm not, I don't think it's actually fixed, but it's worked out pretty nicely for the league when you say they can drive back and forth. It's worked out pretty well, but good season for Cavalry and uh, Tommy and everybody around uh, that group. They'll be back next year, but uh, yeah, it would have been nice to be able to experience a little bit of that in Calgary. I feel like this is going to take a different turn uh, from next segment and then into Matthew Barnaby, more hockey. But for the balance of this segment, I do want to talk about the Canadian Football League. And I said to that crowd Saturday night in Lampman, Sask, I said, listen, we're here tonight to talk hockey because we got Stu Grimson here, NHL enforcer, 729 games. Bring me back next year, and I got a whole Rough Riders presentation. It's like an hour long, and I incomplete with impressions. Chris Jones, Roy Shivers. I can do them all. Yeah. And when I thought of the drive from Ottawa to Hamilton, I thought of we made that drive with the Rough Riders on team buses. And Chris Jones, we stopped halfway there, and the bus drivers got out to have a smoke and kick tires and get a coffee. Jones was bus beside himself. How long is that trip, folks, you Eastern people? Four hours? Just to give you a little idea, Jones was like vibrating as he waited. Where's, <laughs> I'm in the back of the bus. I think we can tell it now. Coaches and players were getting out their phones and filming this because they could tell something was coming. <laughs> you should see his face. Look at his face. Great stories, man. Yeah. I got a million of these. And the only thing that I thought about was you could drive from Ottawa to Hamilton. So anyways, Jones goes out there. We can't really hear what he's saying because we're on the bus. The guys are filming it, right? And there's three drivers. They're all French. And Jones basically, he's pointing and he's gesticulating. And one of the uh, drivers was holding one of those Tim Hortons wraps. Yeah. And Jones is, 
whacked the rat right out of the guy's hand, went flying. And the guys were on the bus were just laughing, right? And literally, Jones was like, you had all morning to talk and have a smoke and a coffee. You got to talk now? Because we practiced in the morning at the Carleton yeah. University and then loaded up the buses and we're going to drive. And he wanted to get into Toronto before the traffic got bad because he knew if we're not there by four, it's going to take four hours to get to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> He's just <laughs> shaking. Chris Jones. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That would be part of the uh, presentation if anybody asked. But back to this serious stuff. Do the Ryder fans look bad? And in no way, shape, or form am I throwing producer Clark under the bus, but we all saw his social media on the weekend where he said, I'm thinking of selling our Grey Cup tickets. I'm just gauging interest for our Grey Cup tickets if we were to sell them. I have no problem with that. I'm surprised. A lot of people didn't think the Riders were going to be there in the first place. So I didn't buy Grey Cup tickets, didn't look into going to the Grey Cup. But I see Ryder fans are getting ridiculed now by fans of other teams saying, nice support for your team. You're bailing on them here. You're not going to the Grey Cup. I have no problem with it. It's a free market world. We're business people. Yeah. Does anybody think that the Ryder fans are bailing on their team given the fact the team colossally soiled themselves? Losers of, is it now 10 of their last 12? And are going to miss the playoffs? Because nobody should feel bad. I actually thought this on the weekend. The team, probably the president, because he represents them. He's not the owner. Thinks he is. Should be writing a letter to the fans apologizing for this epic letdown. That's what I think. What do you think? Yeah, it's not good. And, I mean, look, I was at that game. And and you know I was there. And... They announced, what do they announce for a crowd, whatever. And, I mean, 12, 13,000 people that showed up in a game that the team needed to win to keep their playoff hopes alive, like a very meaningful game with lots on the line and a pretty decent night. You know, it was, it was not bad in terms of weather. It wasn't really cold. And the weather held off. The rain held off. Everything held off. But we could do an hour of a comedy routine here on what the fans were yelling in the stands. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean, things from, you know, what do we think about the boardroom table? Okay, guys, how do we make the Edmonton Elks look good this year? You know, things like that. The fans are getting unruly. And when you're starting to boo your own team and boo people in the organization and and things like that, it's not good. So something needs to happen. And it's not, unfortunately, you know, just firing the coach, bringing in a new quarterback. That's not going to be enough because this was more than just a down year there was a lot of expectations on this season the fans had built in expectations we're back from COVID and we're hosting the Grey Cup and we've got all these great players or we thought we did it's just it's the most colossally colossal screw up certainly in franchise history for probably CFL history and so I guess my I think I almost feel like this is planted by some people trying to make Ryder fans look bad. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is where I put my recovery cap on as a recovery coach and doing interventions. We're not talking about the fans. We're talking about the team. Don't let anybody distract the focus of where the blame should go. And it's on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Don't even start blaming the fans. And for instance, when I say the recovery cap, nobody would understand what I'm saying. But when we're talking with an addict and we're trying to get them to go to treatment, and that's what I do, he's going, well, what about Johnny? What about Susie? What? No, we're talking about you. 
So don't let anybody distract who the real culprits are here. It's the Rough Riders for letting their fans down. It is not their, it's the team, not the fans' fault. Uh, 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 uh. On the travel, by the way, from Toronto to Ottawa to Toronto, where the heck is it? Colin in Ottawa says four hours with good traffic. Hamilton to Ottawa. Did you guys take the 407? I don't know. I'm in the back of the bus having a big old time. (laughs) Taking photos of guys sleeping, which I still have, just in case I need those someday. (laughs) And... Western Canadian guy. You can tell about Junction 39 and Highway 6 and this. I don't know the highways at Eastern Canada. No, no, ask me Western Canada. I got it all down. No clue about the East. Uh, Old Leg in Winnipeg says, only thing, one bad Rough Rider fan incident, the manure they put on the kicker's lawn. Don't paint all the fans with one jerk who incidentally has been banned from the stadium forever. Never been back to a game. We'll, whatever you want to talk about, we'll continue with next. NHL, CFL, NFL, you tell us. And I'll open the text line too, 902-518-3033. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Yeah, the bunker, that's where we are. I can't believe <laughs> I feel, why I say I'm enjoying the retro notion of our show. This is where we st- actually wasn't even this room, but it was this building. June 3rd, 2019. And we used to say that we're in a bunker in a field. In Saskatchewan. Well, yeah, we would even say in Western Canada. Western Canada. Yeah. And um, moved on to Hello Atlanta on the radio in Metro Atlanta, Game Plus Television, Hello Out There, Eastern Canada, broadcasting now half the time from South Florida and the other half from Calgary. And we're here today because we got storm state as I was uh, traveling home from a speaking event on the weekend, which went very well. It's a God thing why we're here, and I'm loving it and appreciating it. But there are, before we jump back into the CFL stuff, and there's some juicy things here. It's Canada. It's the NHL. And by the way, for our American viewers, of which we have a lot, our poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, before we go any further, Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Who will win on Monday night football? It is the Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots, and over 80% saying it will be the Patriots. We'll all be watching the game, and tonight it'll be on TSN. But NHL, six games. Washington at New Jersey. Should be a good one. I don't really care about it. Dallas at Ottawa. I'm starting to pay attention to Ottawa to the degree of did they win or did they not and who scored. And more often than not, they're winning. Yeah. Are they for real? No. 
they are on the way up. They are much better than they were last year. Uh, but this is not close to being their year. I don't, I don't think they're a playoff team. I really don't. Not yet. I got to stop for a second. Ryan on radio. Did you see what he said? I wondered if you saw that one. He says, RP is Atlanta. You, you're good, you. And unfortunately, the Falcons got trounced by the Bengals. I was trying to not bring that up. Here on your official, unofficial voice of the Atlanta Falcons, WQEE. What were you going to say? I was actually wondering if we should get Jeff Rogers on the show here soon and he can tell some old Atlanta Thrasher stories because he's got, I've sat with him in the car. He's and over a couple of beers. He has some great Atlanta Thrasher stories. I think he was their captain at one point. He right? was for a little while. So I'm scouring the bunker. Cause at one time we had an Atlanta Thrasher's bobblehead around here and I don't see it. Kovalchuk. You guys got it. I heard a door open. <laughs> Producers Clark's going to get it. Now, you got a cowbell while you're at it? No. Here it is. Clark, come on the set if you don't. Everybody here is the third sitting. <laughs> there, can we see him? No. no. We got it. An Atlanta Thrashers bobblehead. This thing's got to come back to Calgary with me, maybe even Florida. See, Atlanta, you're always in our hearts. No two ways about it. <laughs> I love it. I got stopped. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ted in Red Deer watching, and he says, the Flames and Oilers only play three times, so can we call a game in October important? Of course we can. They've been talking about this game Saturday night in Calgary for weeks, ever since the last game in Edmonton between the Flames and Oilers. And listen to me. My good friend Corey, he works for the Flames. I went to the last game with his wife, Tammy, uh, when Vegas was there last week. Did I tell you this? And she said yeah. to me, listen, do you want, can, will you be my date for the Orders Flames game October 29th? And I said, Tammy, let me just get back to you because the Stampeders and the Rough Riders are playing that same night in Calgary. And Darcy Oak, the illusionist, the magician, is at Grey Eagle that same night. So I said, I'm trying to just figure out where I'm going to go. So if you're stuck for a date, get back to me. And she goes, I won't be stuck for a date. You're the first person I'm asking. Well, now the game means nothing. The, the CFL game means nothing. I'm not going to that. No. And uh, I'm sure Darcy Oak, he doesn't start till late in the event center. So I want to go to the hockey game. I texted her this morning and I said, if the offer still stands, Danny. <laughs> and I haven't heard back from her. Okay. But she also works during the day. So it's not like us no. who just screw around. Uh, so there's your answer. Yes, it's huge. They've been talking about it for weeks. It's a massive game. No more important than the other 81. But for hype purposes, it yeah. is. Um, Pittsburgh at Edmonton tonight. They're all big. Blues at Jets, as we said. Are the Jets as good? Are they? It's not like they're lighting the world on fire, but they're better than I thought they would be. Are they this? Or is the bottom going to fall out like a wet cardboard box? I think the Jets are for real. I think, the, I think this is for real for the Jets. I hope you're right. Yeah, I think it is. I think they're not going to challenge for division lead or... Um, you know, top seed in the conference or the uh, president's trophy or anything like that. But I think they're a playoff team. I really do. And they can make some noise in the postseason. The game of the night is not your Leafs at my Golden Knights. And they're even teetering on being my Golden Knights. But to me, that's not my game of the night. Maybe it's yours. I think everybody's watching Vancouver, where the Canucks are home to Carolina. And Saturday night, I went home from the event. I left at 10. 
in Lampman, get back to my room, turn on a Hockey Night in Canada, of course, and I see Scott Oak, the host of Hockey Night in Canada, interviewing Jim Rutherford. And what is he, by the way, for the Canucks? He's the president. He's the GM. What is he? He's the president. I don't even know who the GM is. And I'm like, why you got this poor sucker? I I guess he hired everybody, so he's got to answer for it. But he's shifting in his seat. He's so uncomfortable. Did you happen to see that interview? I did not. Oh, I'm like, oh, my God. Give this guy. Get him off. To be honest, what he... We all respect Jim Rutherford. He's won a Stanley Cup with Carolina, right? He's done great things in Pittsburgh. He played in the NHL as a goalie. So we're all smart, part of that union. But he goes, what, what do you want us to do? It's <laughs> kind of what he said. Yeah. He's like, we got contracts here that we can't get out of. There's contracts we'd like to get out of that we can't. Do you think there's guys with the Canucks that are sitting around going, is he talking about me? Yeah, of course there is. Every time you hear that, you wonder if he's talking about you. It's almost like going to the LinkedIn job board and you see co-host Rod Peterson show, vacancy. You're like looking for somebody, and it's like, wait a second, that's my job. That's the job I'm in. <laughs> right. Like, I still have the job. And so when they say, yeah, there's contracts you want to get up, you start thinking, am I worth the money I'm getting paid? Am I scoring enough goals? And it makes me think, like, Maybe we got to have a baby pool for the Vancouver Canucks. You know the height and weight, what date they're going to be born? We gotta, what, what day will they win and what will the score be? And do a little baby pool in the comments to see when the Canucks will finally win a game. So, so are you in agreement with me that that's the game of the night? I think or, so. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, Steven in North Dakota watching North Dakota. He says, Rod, will your neck be sore tonight? I'm not sure why he's asking that, but he said, where is the golf ball bucket for your computer? There's just nothing to hide. That's on the desk. Right here. I was. I would have used it, but it looks kind of junky. I love that our viewers have been with us since like day one, and they know that I've used this golf ball bucket for uh, a stand for my computer. I think this thing's going to go back to the Gray Eagle too. Now that I think about it, can I get it to Florida? I don't think I'm going to leave it. That looks bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> okay. Good call. Uh. While we're on that topic, and I don't know why anybody enjoys this show other than, as they say, pure entertainment. You're not learning anything smart. But Stephen says, Stephen, put down your phone. There's like 89 text messages from him here. So just take a break. I love you, but take a break. He said, were there any lynchisms come out of the banquet in Lampman? And just for those, there, there was, and I have to say, this is the Don Cherry of football, the Hall of Fame Rough Rider broadcaster who had all these famous phrases. And his was, the best part of Calgary is leaving it. That was Don <laughs> Cher- uh, John Lynch saying that. So I had a guy that I talked to at the banquet in Lampman the other night, and he had spent a portion of the pandemic living in Brandon, Manitoba. And I said, really, how was that? He said, the best part about Brandon is leaving it. And he said it like a lynchism. Yeah. So, yes, it, of course it came up in Lampman, Saskatchewan. We created a friggin' dictionary here for this province in our time on the air. Anyways, they don't really want to talk about seri- serious stuff. Ward in Winnipeg writes in, and he says, Hi, Rod and gang. Give us the inside scoop. Who is the halftime show for the Grey Cup in Regina? Why no announcement signed Ward in Winnipeg? Okay, I have no clue. And at some point, I'm going to have to stop saying 
I don't care. I overall don't care. But I see a lot of people do care, and I feel like maybe I need to start. And for our U.S. viewers and listeners, it's the Canadian Super Bowl, the Grey Cup. I'm getting asked a lot about what that is, okay, by people. It's the Canadian Super Bowl, and we are a month away, less than a month away, and we don't know who's going to perform at halftime. I don't like to criticize the Canadian Football League any more than I have to because they don't like me criticizing the Canadian Football League. So I'll get an opinion on it, maybe not right now, but I know you have an interesting theory as to why we do not know who the Great Cup Halftime Act is less than a month before the game. It's a theory, and it's only a theory, but I don't think they know who the Great Cup Halftime Act is. I don't think they've got it booked. I don't. And reasons what, like, and this stuff happens, especially now in a pan, you know, coming out of a pandemic when jobs are scarce and opportunities maybe aren't as fruitful as they used to be. So when you have an opportunity to book yourself as a freelancing act or a, you know, contracted, you know, group or an artist, you got to take those opportunities. And I think perhaps they've struck out a little bit and, and people they thought they could get might be booked or people they wanted. And I, I that's my guess is that they don't have anybody booked yet, which is getting a little bit scary. Well, Ward's asking for the inside scoop, and I'll tell you, Ward in Winnipeg, I have no idea why they haven't announced the Great Cup Act yet. And for the most part, I let's put it this way. I don't really dig into too much stuff. When I have scoops or reports, it's because somebody's come to me with it. Because, for instance, what if I broke, what if I poked around that I sent a couple text messages and found out that they do have somebody booked and I just spill the beans as to what it is? I tweet it. They'd hate me even more. So I'd rather just not. Is that wrong? No, it's not. I mean, we'd all love you for it. And the fans. For would, what? For what? Well, finding out who it is. People want to know who it is. I think it would be. It would generate a ton of discussion, which makes me wonder, again, what possible reason could there be for not announcing it? And and for me, the only thing I can think of is that they don't have it yet because we're sitting at the game. And I thought, honestly, this is the perfect time. Last Rider home game of the year. Big announcement before the game. Big announcement at halftime, unveiling who the halftime act will be. I'm even listening to the music being played during the game for clues. I'm like, this would be great. let's, Let's say it's Justin Bieber. And every third song between plays is a Justin Bieber song, and they're subtly giving you hints. And then at halftime, hey, it's Justin Bieber. You've been hearing his music all game. That would have been great. But maybe I'm giving him too much credit because it never happened. I think the Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber should, he sings the theme song of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders right now. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. Bingo. That's what I know. Wayne in BC says, I don't care about the halftime show of the Grey Cup game. I watch to see the game. But if it's a good group or performer, then I'll watch it. Well, aren't you just a big poopy pants? (laughs) Uh, By the way, Mike, Mike McCarthy? No, he's the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Matthew Barnaby has canceled today's performance. He said he's in a place in Houston that's too loud. I can only imagine. At this time of day. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it means more of us fun and frivolity. So we'll be right back and get to the bottom of all these uh, topics when we return. It is the RP Show. We are live on Game Plus TV. 
YouTube Live and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, welcome back. It's, um, if we're nothing if not consistent. Uh, we've got yes. the Moose here in the bunker with us. We are in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, which is also the heartland of the Canadian Football League. And when I say consistent, it's because through 867 shows, we haven't changed. I just said to Darren, we've done two hours and we've talked about nothing. It's the Seinfeld of sports. I, that's not it. We're just having a daytime talk, coffee table discussion. Yeah. But it came up with the uh, Grey Cup halftime act. It hasn't been announced yet. We're less than a month away. And so Wayne in Victoria, BC, I, I ripped him a little bit. He's a good sport, by the way. And you've met him. Oh, yeah. He says he doesn't care who the halftime act is. I ripped him. He goes, sorry, Rod, am I supposed to be excited for who's the halftime act of the Grey Cup? Well, it would help. And, but the thing is, and Eric, Eric, he's a Ticats fan, I believe. He writes in, he says, I'm with you, Wayne. The halftime show doesn't have my interest. I'm there for the game. You guys are like what I used to be, so I can't argue with you. I understand where you're coming from in a hockey vernacular. And just hang on. One of my football guys from Florida has written in. I'm getting to that, and he's got a take on this. But I used to sit and still kind of do at hockey games. And say, why do we need all this stuff on the ice in between periods? Because I would just sit there with my dad and just watch the Zamboni go around. Right. And talk about the period. Because my dad would never let me talk to him during the game. Even when I was, he was a scout. So I had to wait till the intermission to talk to my dad about the game. Um, but then they brought in, you know, the wiener races and the, the boxing matches and all the, the bowling stuff. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? We don't need this. Well, you don't understand, Rod. Like, I get that a lot, right? Yeah. It's not just about the game. We need to bring in people. We need to appeal to more than just hockey fans. I'm like, but we're a hockey game. I don't. Nobody's coming to the game to watch that in the intermission. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess my point to Wayne and Eric is the business people tell me, and I'll pass it along to you, it's more than just a game. And... That part's true. I say it somewhat facetiously, oh, yeah. but the great, why do you think more people watch the Super Bowl all year, every year, more than anything else? A lot of it has to do with the halftime act, guys. Sorry to tell you. And there's more to life than sports. I know it's shocking, but for instance, when you see, let's just say in Canada, six million people watched the Grey Cup last year. Oh, yeah, they're popping champagne. I'm sitting there going, that means... 30 million didn't. What were they doing? <laughs> what do you yeah. do with a great cup Sunday? So, from a football guy in Florida who will otherwise remain nameless, that's it. Regarding the fact that great cup, I'm just going to pass it along. I like this, so I don't have to give my opinion on it today. He says, Rod, just bad business. No excuse. Months of lost credibility and promotion. A commissioner should be fired. It's even an insult to the performer who chooses to do this type of performance for the extended publicity and credibility. Think about that. 
whoever they get now, if what Darren's saying is true, and I have no reason to believe it's not, he's saying they don't even have anybody booked right now. So when they announce, give me a name. Uh, the Sheepdogs. They announced the Sheepdogs this afternoon. People will go, oh, it's because they couldn't get anybody else. Like, whoever it is. Yeah. And I say them because they're a Saskatchewan band. They're from Saskatchewan with big-time prominence and, and uh, have made it on the Rolling Stone cover and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's what it's going to be, right? Oh, they got them because they couldn't get anybody else. And then there's no pub and nobody – like, all the tickets have been sold for the game, Right. So you're not selling tickets or drumming up any extra interest because of the act, right? There's no extra promotion. So now whoever you get <laughs> probably wants to be paid as opposed to the free publicity. I mean, you're still going to get the television audience and all that kind of stuff and hopefully sell some more. But it's not now a big drum up of we're so excited to have this act. It's like this is who we could get in the last weeks before the game. Uh... So Randy from Winnipeg says, I agree with your source, Rod. Well, to that source who's watching right now, do you want to tell us who the halftime act will be? And I'll pass it along. I won't tell anybody where it came from. Safe Moon Dog, Safe Moon Dog, that's one of the viewers on YouTube, says it's Tate McRae. I'm sorry. Who's Tate McRae? Oh, it's a girl? Okay. Clark tells me that she's dating Cole Sillinger. How about that? Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets third liner, which incidentally, he should be on the first line, but. Uh, I don't. Tate McRae. But you know what? Last year's Major League Baseball All-Star game, watched it. Chavez Ravine, L.A., I didn't know who was singing the anthem there. So that's nothing against Tate McRae. This is a me problem. But do you know who Tate McRae is? I'm sorry. Is it Tate McRae? Go to the big board. Did they announce it? We uh, didn't know. Apologies that I'm reluctant to go with somebody called Safe Moondog as my source. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, Clark says she's got 2.1 million followers on Instagram. I feel like I've seen her before. I just Googled her. She went to the big board. It's Tate McRae. He's written in and said twice. Uh, well, John in Edmonton says it'll be the Wiggles. At this point, I'd take anybody. Yeah. I'm more of a Teletubbies guy. But Eric Thomas, he says, all great points. The Riders and the CFL poorly handled the halftime show. Another missed opportunity for a struggling league to capture the non-football audience. See, he gets it. But if I can, Darren gets it because he's with me every day. If I sit here and said the things you people are saying, do you have the same bell in front of you, Clark? If I said the things that you people are saying, this is what I get. Oh, Rod hates the CFL. Rod's a jerk. Rod doesn't work with us. Rod hates the CFL. I get, I get it all the time. And I'm like, then I just won't talk about you, man. I'll switch to the NHL. I'll switch to the NFL. Uh, it's the lack of accountability there. Yeah. It's this phrase, if you don't like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And I see it coming up every day. Where's the halftime act? Where's the halftime act? 
And, and can we just flip it for one second? Because there's a serious lack of empathy in the world these days. Let's put ourselves in their shoes. Is it that hard to book an act? I don't know. I've never booked an act. Yeah, I think it can be. Um, I, I think it can be. I think, and again, I don't know, um, but I think just like the Super Bowl, it's, a, it's not a paid gig. Super Bowl is not a paying gig. You get multi, multi, you know, million dollar Grammy award winning artists doing the Super Bowl for free. But they make money because their ticket sales, their concerts, they can go on tour right after the Super Bowl and sell at every venue. CFL's not quite the same, but I, think, I don't think they pay anybody. So that can be difficult. You're asking people to come and do this for free and invest when they maybe have been investing all of their time living off their bankroll in the pandemic. Well, right? Bieber did it for free. Yeah. Nobody had a problem with that. Oh, boy. From my floors, uh, my Florida source, he says, it's the Doug Flutie band. How about that? <laughs> and then says, I'm only kidding. That's hot. I've had a few people write me. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, I'd sick Aunt Florence on those haters, Rod. Mike Lee says, Aunt Florence should be the halftime show. So, which I only probably once I hit 40 stopped calling her Auntie Florence because I thought it made me look bad, not her, my Auntie Florence. Well, then if it's Tate McRae and Safe Moondog says she's a country, up and coming country star from Saskatoon, I'm all about the country, as you know, then let's get with it. What's the holdup? Especially if it's somebody that a lot of, I say our generation, but you know, the, some people that are a little bit older wouldn't know, right? Forget about the Twitter followers or YouTube or Instagram followers, but you'd want a bunch of time so people can start streaming the music and getting to know who it is and getting excited and getting the promos going with some hit songs and things like that so you can get familiar. I mean, if you can't sing along to the halftime act, um, you got a little bit of a problem. Uh, okay. Oh, she's from Calgary, Clark says. Well, we can't even get her hometown right, for the love of God. Can we get it right? <laughs> um, Allie in Texarkana writes in and says, Rod, what's your opinion on players of a young age playing in the NHL? There is talk that Wyatt Johnson may be sent back to the juniors because of his age. I may be missing something. We'll address that. Great Cup stuff and whatever else you want for our final segment coming up next on this Monday from the Bunker. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and on the radio, your home for Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Uh, and the Moose, too. It's a very interesting thing what we do here. The RP Show Daily. It's the, sh it's the show about nothing. Although it's not nothing, but I just feel like we didn't accomplish a lot today. But it was exactly what I hoped that we would do. And that is get through two hours. Yeah. And have fun and entertain everybody because I'm storm stayed here traveling to Calgary. And we may end up having tomorrow's show out of here, too. We're waiting to see if the highway even gets opened up. If you want to know how that story went, go back to the start of the show because I'm not covering it again. 
And I will get to Allie's take on, I guess you'd say, underaged NHL players. It's a great question, and I've been around it my whole life, so I do have a thought on that. But with regards to the Great Cup Halftime Act and the fact that it hasn't been announced yet, there's a couple things here. Ryan watching in Saratoga, New York, says, I hate to compare leagues, but Moose has a great point. The NFL announced Rihanna will be playing this year's Super Bowl in September, and the game isn't until February. I don't really know too many people in the CFL office anymore. I know now names, but I'm not people that I used to, we used to hang out all the time. Yeah. And that's just me being an old fart. Like, I'm trying to move on and look forward with my life. But what I sense now is if you said, well, the NFL announced their halftime act last month, what do you, it would be, well, they're the NFL, so. We can't. We can't get We're not the NFL. It. Get that all the time. All the time. I mean, again, if it's inexcus- if it's true they haven't even booked an act yet, then it is completely inexcusable. If it's Tate McRae, whom I've never heard of, but that's on me, then let's go, let's get with it, and good for her, I'll get behind it. Stephen, watching in North Dakota, says, sadly, will the halftime show be coverage of the province collapsing because the Ryder boardroom failed? I don't know about that, but it's Spicy. a. I'm sure the Rough Riders are loving to talk about the Grey Cup Halftime Act, and I'm not joking it because it's a distraction from how terrible they've been as a franchise on the field. There's a tractor going on outside. <laughs> There's tractors everywhere, but it's part of the charm. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, well, and by the way, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says it could be Blue Rodeo. That would be great. At this point, I'd settle for Fred Penner uh, and Blue Rodeo. Blue Rodeo's done the Grey Cup before. Bring him back. But the point on that is not, you can't please everybody, so let's just pick one and go with it. Because I remember 2018, you guys all remember? Alessia Cara did the halftime in Edmonton. And I'm an Alessia Cara fan. I think she went into hiding for a month after that because she had so much hate pour out at her right because of her act and i'm like why why she did it for free from what i understand alessia cara she's a big time act yeah can we stop with the toxicity and the hate that pervades the cfl i'm seeing twitter wars all weekend between people i'm just sitting back staying out of them it's so toxic i'm just trying to talk about something else do you see what i'm saying i do it's incredibly toxic and negative yeah it is and let's not think that the CFL needs to announce their Great Cup back a year in advance. I mean, the NFL announced it a month ago or whatever it was. Like, a few months out's important. You still want to make sure you don't want it too early because you want somebody who's hot at the time and who's current and who's going on tour and needs to promote their, you know, new streaming album or song or tour. But, yeah, this is obviously, I don't think there's any debate. It's too late. Todd Pinckney wants to know, is the parking lot ready to drive Rod back, or is the tractor in the parking lot ready to drive Rod back home? I got to say, Jeff Bean, it was, was that not full-on Saskatchewan? 100%. The language earlier that I used. Beaner. You know Beaner. Call Beaner. He'll pull you out. So I call Beaner, and he says, I'll be the guy in the blue tractor coming to get you. What? But It's just funny, because you call one guy, and he says, call this guy, and that guy commits the neighbor on his behalf. <laughs> Which he did. Because he knew he's got a tractor, and, and he knows he's at home doing nothing, because that's just what you do. 
Saskatchewan farmers are just sitting by the phone right now waiting to pull people out of the ditch. That's the kind of people they are. I used to be one. Um, and I'd had it even... A f- oh, yeah! I didn't notice it until I left because I spent close to half a century living here. Now it's been over a year that I've been gone, Florida and Calgary. But the other night, 9.45, bathroom, Lampman Hall. Two guys standing at the urinals. Belt buckles flopping, <laughs> half in the bag. You living in Cornac now? Yeah, living in Cornac. How is it? Oh, not so bad. Kind of boring, though. Still working for that oil company? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know, like it was, it was a Letterkenny episode. Yes. I don't notice it. I know. Still living in Cornac now? Yeah, it's not so bad. It's a dialect. It's How was a, the garden crop this year? Yeah, exactly. Oof. This is funny. Uh, well, it's actually not. Ludicrous CD, Ticats fan, watching the state says, Ludicrous performed at halftime during a Riders game a couple years ago, if I remember right. Ludicrous, uh, that was an Edmonton game. Edmonton, last minute of play in the RP show today. How you guys are all talking about my vehicles and stuff. My cousin Christine says, Big Bird is at the farm. Yeah, my brother said that him and my niece, Sydney, took it out this summer, took a rip in the field, and it scared her because she said she was going to take my Jeep. She's going to take it. Yeah. And I said, if you can figure out how to drive it, you can have it. Couldn't figure out how to drive it. That's they put funny. it right back in the Quonset. That's fine. Yeah, it's like driving a grain truck. Doesn't, it's Armstrong steering. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, <clears throat> we'll see where we are tomorrow. That's all I got to say. Great job, boys. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, thanks to Mike Richards, to Matthew Barnaby. Thanks for nothing. We'll see the rest of you tomorrow, noon Eastern on Game Plus, and here on the radio, WQE. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.